Hi there, I'm Tanya Stokes, and welcome to another conversation with Tanya. Hey, I have a treat for you guys tonight. If you need help getting to that next level in your career, if you need help with work-life balance, or the anxiety you feel in the workplace, in addition to if you want to start a new business and you feel a little anxiety or a little fear around that, if you need help with any of those things, you are in the right place because I'm about to introduce you to Cynthia Haley. She is an energy coach. She's going to help you guys figure out why your energy shifts around um, the thought of certain things. And I've always been told that thought is energy, but I'm not sure if I'm right. <laughs> so hopefully Cynthia could uh, shed some light on all those things. Let me introduce you to Cynthia Haley. Hello there, Cynthia. Hello, Cynthia. Hello, Tanya. Welcome to a conversation with Tanya. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited. What do you have in store for us today? Listen, I am excited for this moment. You know, Cynthia, I hear <laughs> I hear about coaching all the time. And um, I, I've always heard about different types of coaches. I've never heard of an energy coach before. So I wanted to talk with you a little bit so you could share with my audience Um exactly what energy coaching is. But before we get started, I want to get a little bit of background about you. So you've been in corporate America for well over what, 15 years? 20 years. 20 years. In what capacity? So gosh, I started out 20 years ago just as a customer service representative in life insurance and brokerage and annuities. And over the years, I've been able to navigate my career, whether it be working on projects or um, coaching when I didn't realize it was coaching at the time. Mm -hmm. um, my peers or others in the company. And as I've grown in my career, I've gotten into management, mm -hmm. managing people. I've been managing for the past 13 and a half years. Wow. And so, you know, last year um, I made a decision, you know, after um, what was almost 20 years of working in service or operations capacity within the financial services industry, I said, I said to myself, you know, well, what could I do to take the things that I have expertise in based on my quote-unquote corporate career and marry it to what I'm passionate about? Nice. And, and so I, I started doing some work at my job around employee experience and helping us, you know, engage as uh, employees and some work there. But then I took it a step further to step out on my own and create my own business around career coaching. Nice. And landed with an institute called IPEC. And that's where I started to learn more about core energy 
Nice. So before we get into the core of things, I, I want to take a step back and just congratulate you because, you know, during these unprecedented times, you have so many people that are really struggling to stay afloat, both, you know, financially, mentally, you know, some people cannot seem to find that balance, but you were able to open a business and create an additional stream of income. So I think that should be commended. So hats off to you, lady. <laughs> That's up to you. you. Welcome to the world of bosses. You just bossed up. <laughs> you just bossed up. You know, you're a, a business owner. And I think that is great. I really think that is great. You know, it could be a little nervous at times, but again, learning about this whole energy concept right. has really helped me stay grounded through it all. Good. Well, it, I'm sure it comes naturally for you, especially, you know, since most of your adult career has been in leadership, you know? Mm -hmm. So once you've learned the, the basic principles of leadership, then you can apply that to whatever career right. choice you choose. Correct? Mm -hmm. So, correct. It's a soft skill. So, mm -hmm. so now you are a certified professional coach in addition to your full-time job. Now, I'm not sure how you're going to juggle all of this because I know you have a daughter, Haley. Mm -hmm. How old is she now? Mm -hmm. She's 10. She'll be 11 in December. She's 10 years old with a very active schedule. Correct. Even in COVID. <laughs> Even in COVID, and the last I heard, she started her own business. That is correct. Awesome. She has launched her own product on redbubble.com, and you can follow her designs at designsbylex09 and purchase anything you could probably imagine, from stickers to notepads to wow. blankets, and it will have her artwork on it. Come on now, get that plug in there. Get that plug. <laughs> you got to keep the streams of income flowing, right? <laughs> so Cynthia, let me ask you, like, what's the difference in coaching and therapy? Mm, that is a great question. Because those two things are often misunderstood. So Therapy, if you think about it, if you have ever gone to see a therapist or you maybe you even saw it on TV. I have. The questions that they ask you are geared around what happened in the past. Okay. And therapy allows you to really address those things that happened in the past and really work through it, right, to, to somewhat give you a breakthrough. Whereas, and in some cases, therapy is more aligned with um, mental health awareness. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, and, and a therapist has, uh, you know, a different type of certification and licensing than okay. that of a coach, okay. right? Whereas a, a coach is helping you not so much deal with the past, but helping you move towards the future. Okay. So if you, if I had to keep it simplistic, mm -hmm. therapy, past, coach, future. 
And mm. with coaching, it's helping you to navigate towards your highest potential. Nice. Am I right in, uh, I guess, because as you were speaking, I was visualizing when I ran track and how my coach was right there pushing me like, Mm -hmm. you can do it faster, focus, you got this, Mm -hmm. met me right where I was and tried to push me, I guess, to my greatest potential, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. You're going forward. You're not looking back. Yeah. You know, I often had, I have always had a problem with that in therapy. Like, why are we talking about that? Like that is over. Can we, I promise you, I've always said that like, ah, just triggers, but okay, whatever. That's like, let's move on. May need to deal with some things in the past in order to move forward. Right. And they may not realize it, and they just need to unpack those things. Okay. It it, it may be necessary for some. Now, as an energy coach, you do something a little different. But before you get into that, what does TIP mean? TIP stands for Transition to Infinite Possibilities. Okay. It's a mouthful, so we (laughs) use the acronym with TIP. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram, it's under Tip Energy Coach, or even my website is TipEnergyCoaching.com. But how did I come up with the name? So I struggled with that initially, and I was reading this book, mm-hmm. and it's like write down the first words that come to your mind mm-hmm. um, that would describe what you want to offer, you know, to people. Okay. So I just started writing down words. And then I was like, you know, infinity. I just, there's something about infinity mm-hmm. that this really ignites me. And I, I love the symbol, for one. And then just the concept, because it's just, it, there's no stopping point. Okay. You just keep going, you keep growing, you keep evolving. And so I got stuck there just with infinity. And then I said, Okay, what I want to help people do, I want to help them transition to that place where they feel like they are achieving infinite possibility. Nice. And that is very much in line with core energy coaching. Transition to infinite possibility. I like that. And pain. Possibilities. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. Explain that a little bit. Unpack the whole energy thing. Because when I think energy, I'm thinking about the law of attraction and vibration. And, you know, mm-hmm. you are in control of, of of everything. And it's your mind that controls everything. Am I right in thinking that that's kind of where your coaching is or what it's about? How do I use energy coaching to help me in in business so somewhat right because energy is science mm-hmm. in a nutshell right and if you think of it that way energy attracts energy but when we start talking about coaching 
what I tell teachers, and it's a, I use the exact same principles in, in my coaching, mm-hmm. are the seven levels of energy. So what is the goal behind it? The goal is to increase your awareness and uh, help you to have a higher conscious awareness around the things that you're doing mm-hmm. to be successful or maybe the things that you should be doing to be successful, having some understanding around what your inner and outer blockers are so that you can reach your goals. And these seven levels, I won't take up too much time, but they range from this low-level energy that we'll call having this victim mentality where it's like it's, it's all about me and not about them or, you know, why did they do this and I'm, I'm feeling the brunt of it. And it's just a lot of anger and self-ego going on in this, in this space. But as you start to transition, you go from that victim mentality to maybe some anger. Mm-hmm. But then as you start to grow, then you get to a place of forgiveness. Right, where there's you start to take on a little bit of responsibility and and begin cooperating with others that may be in your circle or your environment. Hmm. Then as you as you start to continue elevating through these seven levels of energy, you then transition to a place where you experience compassion, concern, and you come from a place of service. Okay. And then from there, the, the fifth level is around peace, having some acceptance and some reconciliation. So and then you really go to your high conscious awareness place. And there are, you know, not too many people reside there all the time. Right? Mm-hmm. Some of your successful leaders tend to live in this space of high conscious awareness and this higher energy level which is level six and seven. Level six, where you experience joy. Mm-hmm. You, know, you are um, filled with wisdom and you start to synthesize with what's happening in the universe with the people around you. And at seven, you have your absolute passion. You're able to create. You're in a place of non-judgment. And that's where we say you find your purpose and your passion. And so... Through those seven levels, you may go up and down the scale at any given moment. Mm-hmm. And any place you resonate is neither good or bad. The important piece is understanding where you're at, mm-hmm. what your triggers are, and what you may need to do to shift. And that goes back to your awareness. Correct. Mm-hmm. So... I'm trying to see how I can equate some of what you're saying to my industry. Do you understand what I'm saying? Perfect example where you say, you know, client comes in and says, you know, I want to look like Monica when she was on versus TV. Right. Right. And you sit there and you're like, um, your hair texture is a little different, and you know Monica had a piece, but you don't wear a weave. Right. Um, 
So this is actually that's the acceptance. Like, really? Getting them to ex like, that's really? get right. Really? <laughs> so when really the question that a coach would ask that that particular client is help me understand that that look you desire. Okay. You know, okay. so we're gonna take Monica out of the equation. Okay. What look do you desire? What is really going to help you feel comfortable when you walk out of the salon? Mm. Nice. And it's like, well, you know, I was so attracted to that short style. And, you know, she had the straight look and she was really rocking it. Okay. So what about that style resonates for you? You know, what is it going to do to make you feel good? Mm. And so you start to peel back the layers. Yes. Well, you know, I go to work every day and I just really want to show up with a different look that's going to say, boss. Okay. You know, I've been pulling my hair back in a ponytail, but now I just want to switch some things up. I really, it's for my job. I want to change the dynamics a little bit. I want people to see me in a different light. Mm. Okay, that's giving me something to work with. So this is less about Monica and more about fulfilling your desire to show up differently at work. Okay. I like that. And then you can then you can start to create you as a stylist can pull in your creativity to say, okay, so these are these are the things you want to achieve. You want to achieve that boss up look. Okay. You want to uh, you want people to see you as a professional and not with the pull back ponytail. So let me create that style for you that's going to fit your face, that's going to fit your hair texture, that's going to suit your needs because maybe you're not someone who's gonna wrap your hair every night or maybe you're not someone who's going to use weed right so i'm going to have to get creative based on what we are working with because you're not monica right you're you so let's create what's going to make you happy and you successful right and getting them to accept boom you know where they are and That's you are not monica like you said, the awareness. You know, um, I was reading a quote the other day, Buckminster Fuller said, um, you never change things by fighting the existing reality. And to change yeah. something, you've got to build a new model. And that sounds exactly what, like just changing the thought process. It's kind of the same thing that they do in the military. They, they tear you down so they can build you up. You know what I mean? So- um, In the coaching world, we call it reframing reframing you, know, you basically yes reframing changing the way you think about something nice um, so that you can be successful okay we go through that a lot and and i don't want to talk about my industries too much but we go through that a lot in my industry where clients want a certain look and they they actually most of the time they have the look that they wanted but they can't accept that they're not monica and they're not Halle Berry, and they're not Beyonce. So the look is a little different, you know? So once I get you to accept that that's not who you are, then we can move on. So, <laughs> so here's, the, here's the, the coaching center. It's less about them 
accepting what you believe, uh-huh. but getting them to have awareness around what brings them joy. Okay. Okay, I like that. Now, Cynthia, if you will, can we shift just a little bit to some of the chaos that we've been going through in the world today? And um, I know you're very busy with coaching and with Haley and, um, you know, your full time job. But what do you do or how do you deal with people that have anxiety about just going out, just going to the grocery store because there's COVID or, you know, just going for a stroll on, you know, at a park because the police might come and you know what I mean? Like you have a lot of people with angst about things that used to be a simple thing. Now so many people are nervous and, um, you know, I have some people that are just like, well, how many people are going to be there? And just just have that anxiety about COVID. Right. How do you deal with someone in the workplace? Not not my workplace, um, but just in general as a coach. Because after a while, you guys are going back to work. I know you're working from home now. But a lot of people are still uncomfortable with the thought of going back to work at the end of the year or um, the beginning of next year. And the last I heard, we will be dealing with COVID until mid to late 2021. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And um, how do you get your clients to shift their energy or transfer the energy? I I don't know how that works. Well, the very first thing is one just acknowledging their feelings, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone's experience is unique. And people are uh, internalizing the effects of COVID-19 and this pandemic in mm-hmm. different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's important to just, one, acknowledge that and make sure that you're not coming from a place of judgment. Okay. And, and then the second thing is to just validate their feelings. You know, it, it is completely understandable that with everything that you hear in the media, everything that you read, if you have a cell phone and you get pop-up, uh, pop-up alerts about the news, it's in your face constantly. You have kids, you're getting updates from the school. Here's what we're going to do, plan A, plan B, plan C. You know, so it's constantly in your face. So it's completely understandable to feel the way that you feel. Coach so me now, out of that hole. That. So now, <laughs> we, we, we acknowledge it exists. Okay. We validate how you feel, right? But now let's talk through this a little bit more. What is it costing you to stay in this place? Mm-hmm. Right? When you say, I'm having anxiety, what does that actually mean to you? Right. Because my definition of anxiety may be different from your your definition of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you say, I just feel like I can't trust anybody. Well, what does that mean? Right. How does that show up for you every day? Mm. Well, if it, it shows up for me because I don't socialize and then 
I have all this stuff built up in me. I can't get it out. I'm not talking to people, you know. Okay. So by not expressing yourself, how is that showing up for you? How is that making you feel? How, you know, how are you really handling that? Now let's imagine what life could be like if you didn't hold it in. Mm. If you didn't hold it in, what would that be like? I would feel free. Right. I I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. So if you could get to that place of freedom and feeling relaxed and at ease, what would you be willing to do? And here's the thing. It's going to vary across the spectrum, right? Maybe for that person, it might be, well, you know what? I haven't talked to one of my girlfriends in so long because mm-hmm. we used to do coffee chats every week at mm-hmm. Starbucks, but we don't do that anymore. But maybe we can do a video chat and still sip on our coffee from home. Nice. You know, so it's, it's a baby step, right? But it's also what that person is willing to do to still feel comfortable and and getting out of that feeling of being stuck. It's not my idea. It's not my thought or my judgment that I think they should do. It's what they are comfortable with in that moment. And through coaching, that comfort might shift from week to week, right? Mm -hmm. It may go up. It may go down. But what's most important is understanding where you're at, having that awareness and making the steps to shift. Yeah, and I, I, I do. That's that's good, Cynthia. And it's hard to get people to, I guess, change what is habitually natural for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's natural mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, meet me at Starbucks, girl." You know, but to say, "Hey, let's get Starbucks and video chat." It's hard for people to change that. That's why, and it's also hard for people to to imagine going out for a walk. And guess what? Nobody's going to bother you. And I think that goes back when you think, you know, they say thoughts are things. You know what I mean? And and so when you start thinking that something could happen, something could happen, something could happen, you're actually creating it. Right, you create a narrative. Yeah. I tell this story all the time. I probably told it to you a thousand times. But it's that creating a bubble thought over people's heads mm-hmm. and even over your own head. Mm-hmm. Pastor Stephen Furtick told this story years ago in a sermon. And it's the same thing as just creating a narrative that does not exist. Mm. And we too often do that. I'm guilty of it. Um, and if you create this narrative that doesn't even exist, right? And then you, what happens next? You get this level of angst or you start worrying or right. you start stressing or you're not sleeping good. You start eating bad. You start, you know, doing all these things because of this narrative that you just created that doesn't even exist. Wow. Wow, Cynthia. Thank you so much for your time, girl. Our time has gone. <laughs> 
Like, I didn't want to keep you too long, <laughs> but I'm like, geez. So before we get out of here, I hate to cut you off because this is good stuff. Like you, I want you to see the, the notes that I've taken, but before we get out of here, let everyone know where they could find you. Sure. You got like I 60 got seconds. Sure, Tanya. <laughs> Primarily, my primary platform is on Instagram, and you can follow me at TIP Energy Coach. And um, I'm also on LinkedIn heavily under Cynthia Haley. But if all else fails, go to my website at TIPEnergyCoaching.com. Thank you so much for your time, Miss Cynthia Haley. And thank you for having me. This was great. Yeah, we got to have you back, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for um, hanging out with us, having a quick little conversation. Um, And we will be in touch. Sure thing. Sounds like a plan. Well, once again, uh, you're listening to a conversation with Tanya, and I just want to thank Cynthia Haley for taking the time out to educate us on energy coaching. So just remember to just be aware of the things that brings anxiety and, and how you show up. Why are these things making you anxious? Also be mindful of your blockers. Um, be mindful of how you show up in different situations. And when all else fails, uh, you can find Cynthia Haley at Tip Energy Coaching on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook, as well as her website, tipenergycoaching.com. If you need help with your career and how you show up and why you're not advancing to the next level maybe you need a little bit of coaching and you should call Cynthia Haley this has been fun gosh I don't think 30 minutes was enough we've got to have her back I, I I definitely know I need to have her back that was good so if you have something you want to share feel free to reach out to me at Tanya L Stokes at gmail.com or 704-756-2752 Again, I want to thank you so much for listening and tell all your friends about a conversation with Tanya. Bye.